Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. Oftentimes, people will ask, Travis, how do you always have new content? Don't you just run out of things to talk about? And the answer is absolutely not. We have a list of, you know, maybe 100 episodes we want to produce. And the the people ask, where does that come from? And often it comes from conversations with clients, conversations with friends, things that I see online. I'll see somebody talking about something on social media and I'll say to myself, somebody needs to talk about this from a different perspective. And then sometimes, and this is today's episode, sometimes Cole comes into the office and says, Travis, I have a question. And if I have a question, other people have the same question. And he's absolutely right. And so Cole came into the office one day and, and Cole feels... He feels a little bit behind on his investing. Cole and his wife have uh, untraditional, non-traditional careers, and they don't have workplace retirement, and they had to build up their businesses, and it took some time to build up their businesses. And then they bought a house, they they have a little girl. Life happens, they have a lot of stuff going on, which is all good. Through the course of that, they're now in their late 20s and they feel behind on their investing. And I'm not going to speak to whether I think they are or are not behind, but they feel behind on their investing. And so the question that Cole has is, Travis, how do we intentionally catch up on our investing without turning into hoarders? And to maybe step back a little bit and give some context, I make the argument that a lot of people, through the way that we handle money, resort to hoarding. We save, and then we save, and then we save, and then if saving is good, then saving more is better, and if saving more than more is even better. And all of a sudden, we get to a point where we are literally hoarding assets for ourselves at the expense of A, enjoying our life, and be generosity. We need to be able to spend, to save, to give in balance. And Cole hears me talk about this all the time, and Cole does not want to be a hoarder. Cole does not want to be a hoarder, and actually that would be weird to even think about Cole being a hoarder because it's actually the opposite of his wiring. However, he's asking the question, how do we intentionally catch up on investing without it turning into hoarding. I think that's a fantastic thing to think about. It's something that I I often think about. How do we do this in a way that's responsible, but yet it, it also allows us for the margin in our life to, you know, live life. And I think it, it all comes down to life is about seasons. Cole and Kate have been in a season where they haven't invested as much as maybe they thought they wanted to. 
because they're building Cole's business. Now, Cole's business is wild. You know, we need to talk about this. Maybe we should do another Behind the Meaning episode where we talk about this, but Cole has spent so much time and energy, blood, sweat, and tears building up this business from literally nothing. He went and bought a camera and started shooting, and now he has this amazing business where he's working with some really first-class clients shooting video production. And so now he has this business, and it was the grind to get there. And then they decided they want to prioritize buying a house. And when they did that, they didn't say, we want to buy a house because it's a good financial decision. We did the math. It probably wasn't. But it was the best life decision for them. They had a baby. And they're, they're busy just living this really, they live a really awesome life as, as a husband and wife and parents. So that was the season they're coming out of. But now, this is the season to then ramp up investing. And so if we're looking at things through the lens of seasons, this may be a season to lean heavier on investing. What I think a lot of people do is they'll, they'll get their investing set up and they'll say, okay, I'm going to invest this much a month. And then later they're going to invest more and then more and then more and then more and then more because why, why, why decrease it when you can just hit the accelerator and always increase it? And I think that, that's the risk that we run of becoming hoarders when it's a constant uphill, uphill slope of, of more. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do more, but I'm saying the default decision to always do more may not be the right choice. So first, we need to, we need to understand where do we need to go? How much money do we actually need in retirement? There's a lot of calculators on the web you can find about how much do I need, but there's a lot of things that go into it. When are you going to retire? What do you want life to look like in retirement? What about pensions? Do you have pensions? Are you going to factor in Social Security? There's a lot of things that you need to factor in. But ultimately, we need to get down to how much money do we need to have when we retire, whatever age that is, to produce the annual income that we need to live the lifestyle that we want to live then. So ultimately, it comes down to we put all those factors together, and it's a number. It's a balance. There's a balance in a bank account down the road at a particular age that would then produce the lifestyle that we can live on down the road. And different people have different perspectives on this. Some people want to retire earlier. Some people want to retire later. And then you have people like me that I don't actually believe in retirement. So depending on your perspective, that would change the math. It would change the way that you approach it. And when you approach it, it might be, you think it might be one thing, but you're going to prepare for another. And so that's, these are calculations that you need to go find a calculator. Uh, Our investing course has a couple of these calculators to help you understand how much do you need then to live the life that you think you want to live? And so if, you, if, you, if you're in our investing course or you, get, if you want to get into our investing course, we have that calculator. 
and we have a couple different ones and we're developing new ones. So that's the first step is figuring out, okay, how much do we need at, at a certain point down the road? Then you figure out, okay, how much do I have today? So Cole, how much, how, Cole, what do you want your life to look like and at what age? Great. Okay, we can figure that out. B, how much do you have invested today? How much is in there? And you can look at your taxable investing. You can look at your 401ks, your IRAs. Um, you can look at, you know, your pension balances. You can look at all different things. Different people have different assets scattered through their financial life. And you can figure out, okay, Cole, go add up the value of all of your investments. And once you know that, once you know how much money you have, and you've already figured out how much money you need, the third piece is you need to figure out how much money would you need to invest monthly or annually between now and then to get you from point A to point B. And so those are the three main components to figuring this out. And so I, I can help Cole. Okay, Cole, what do you, how much do we need down the road? How much do you have today? And then it's a simple mathematic formula to figure out what's the average number you need to put in each month or each year from point A to point B. And that will eventually get you there. But there's something else that's worth talking about in this conversation. Life happens. So it's easy for me to say, if you invest, I'm just going to, I'm making up numbers. If you invest 600 a month, every month from now at, at age 29 to age 65, whatever, this will get you to where you want to go. Yet, in theory, that's great. In theory, a nice straight line will work, except life doesn't work in a straight line. Life is messy. What happens when, what happens when, there's maybe a few more kids. What happens when they decide they're going to live in a different home? What happens if Kate decides to not work? What happens if Cole decides to not work? What happens if Cole decides to shift his business? What happens if Cole's business blows up even more? There's so many variables. So what this could look like is we can do the math today. And I'll say, hey, Cole, here's the math. Here's what you think you need. Here's what you have. Here's what the math says you need to invest between point A and point, point B. What it might look like is Cole and Kate, they may just take a season and say, okay, let's say the number is 600 a month. They may take a season and maybe they're going to invest double that for a season. Call it six months. Call it 12 months. Don't know. That's for them to decide. And I'll say, okay, pick a time. Maybe 2023, let's say, okay, cool, 2023, you're going to invest 1200 a month, every month. Then when we get to the end, we can complete the same exercise. Where do we think we need to be in the future? And that may change, actually. That may change or it may stay the same. How much do we have today? Well, if we're investing 1200 a month, every month, we're going to have a lot more when we remeasure it than we did the first time. And then what's the math tell you now? What does the math tell you now? And it's a, it's a constant reiteration of analyzing where do we stand versus where do we need to be. And the way that I like to look at it, the reason I like to look at it this way is 
pool isn't just going to say, I'm going to invest as much as I can for as long as I can. And there's a financial guru that, that says, you know, he always, he always jokes, I don't even know if it's a joke, but people say, how much do I need to invest? And he'll say, well, how rich do you want to be? I'm really not, I'm really not down for that. I guess to me, to me there's, there's a lot more than let's just be as wealthy as we can because to me I think there's a lot more than you know, swimming around in money and having millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and living the most luxurious lifestyle we can. So it's really about where do we want to be and then what's the roadmap to get us there. And when Cole and Kate, when they reanalyze every six months or every year, they can adjust. And they may say, okay, now we're going to take a season where we're going to prioritize other things. And what it might look like, and if you are in your, let's just say you're in your 20s, like Cole and Kate. Let's say you're in your 20s. Time is your friend when it comes to investing. Time is everything. And if you're in your 20s, and I have some clients that are in their early 20s, and I really just beat the drum of go hard for six months right now. And it's going to be amazing where you end up. Because once you set, set the train into motion, once the train leaves the station, you can't stop the train. The train goes too fast. You can't stop it. It picks up enough steam. It's game over at that point. And, there, and there's a parallel with my own journey. And I share this with clients. But... I always knew in my old career that at some point I was probably going to do something else. At some point I knew I was meant for something different and that something different may, may end up resulting in a far lower income. And, and as I was going on that journey, I was doing the same exercise. Here's how much maybe I need someday. Here's how much I have. Here's what I would need to do to get there except my journey was so uncertain because I knew that my journey, my financial journey may just end. My income journey may end. And I thought, I don't know, maybe age 45, age 50, maybe, maybe I'll do this other thing. Never in a million years did I think at age 38 that I would be doing this, that I would leave my career and do something totally different. And there was a financial reality for us that when, when I left my career, if we wanted to live a, live a decent quality of life and we wanted to be generous and sacrificial in our generosity, that we may have a season where we just don't invest. And I knew that going in and I was okay with that because we had a season where we leaned into investing and then we knew that there was a season we just, we just might not. And so... If you look at the way that our, our investing is set up, and, and again, this goes through the lens of me not really believing in retirement. And the way that we've set ours up is we've been in a season for over three years where we haven't invested a penny. I have not invested a penny because our generosity has took precedent over investing. And that was a, that was a decision my wife and I made. Generosity has to come first. And we haven't been as generous as we want to be, and thus we've, we've elected not to, not to invest. And we're okay with that. We're good with that because everything comes in seasons. So I don't know what the future season will hold for, for us, 
but I do know that I made some good decisions in an earlier season that we got the train moving. And that's the opportunity Cole and Kate have, and that's the opportunity you have, is to get the train in motion and to figure out what is the best thing to do this season in your life and then reassess. And so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to um have Cole use the calculators that are in our investing course to assess where they're at and then make a decision and then we're going to come back let's just say 6 months later and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to reassess. But I think if you're looking at investing and you're asking the question, how do I do this investing stuff well? How do I catch up without feeling like I'm hoarding? How do we do that? That'd be how. That'd be how I would, I would coach through that. And again, everybody's different. Everybody has different perspectives. And I think the important part is being aware, being very intentional with your decisions, and just moving forward. Moving forward is so important, and that's one of the other things I wanted to finish with. In this season that Cole and Kate have had, they haven't invested as much as they wanted to, and the thing that I always tell them is, just keep moving forward. And maybe forward is 100 bucks this month. Maybe forward is 200 bucks next month. But move forward. Do something. Keep the ball moving forward, and you will get to a different season. That next season will come. And when it comes, let's embrace it. And then when that season passes and we're into a new season, we'll embrace that season as well. And so I hope this helps. I hope it, I hope it gives you some perspective on maybe how you can look at your own investing situation. And, and if, you wanna, if you have any questions, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to answer your questions, whether that's answering you directly or, or making some content and maybe other people can benefit as well. So that's all I have for today. If you'd like to reach us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on, in our Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram, uh, Meaning Over Money, or me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And, of course, you can find our website where we have our, our financial courses for young adults where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that includes our investing course. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you're in interested in that, that may be a good option for you. But if you're not and you're not into that, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here. And we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. Bye.